1: As we head toward Memorial Day, Nickerson Excavation and Construction asks everyone to stop and remember the sacrifices made by our military veterans in defense of our nation's liberty. Serving the new Limerick area for over 50 years, Nickerson Excavation and Construction is your one-stop shop for all your excavation, drainage, and road construction needs, offering good old family-friendly service. For an estimate or bid, please call Nickerson Excavation at 207-532-9391. That's 207-532-9391. The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including... AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Robin Connell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1 800 610 7035 is worldwide toll free. My email, exxon at exxon radio TV.com, On MSN Messenger, exxon radio TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exoneradiotv.com. My guest this hour, Exonation, is Reverend Rena C. Rabassa, and we're going to be talking about Radiant Heart Ministries as well as, um, let me see, I just, a Galactic Council of Light. Now, uh, Reverend Rabassa founded the Radiant Heart Ministries in 2009, and uh, out of the desire to put a lifetime of work into a cohesive framework from which to share and assist others on the spiritual path. With a background in world spiritual traditions and a serious interest in alternative healing modalities, she is able to assist people in the most suitable way for their particular needs at any given time. She has experienced in aromatherapy, flower essence therapy, and the use of crystals for enhanced healing practices as well. And uh, joining me now is Reverend Irina Rabasa. And Reverend Rabasa, welcome to the Axon.
0: Well, thank you, and that is a lovely introduction. Please call me (coughs) Irina. All right, Irina. I am very happy to be here with you.
1: Well, it's great having you with us. why do you think more and more people today are looking towards spirituality uh, for the solutions to problems that just years ago they would, sh- you know, just shrug uh, spirituality away?
0: Well, I think times are changing and people have become more aware that we are living in a uh, world that does no longer fit the requirements that we were satisfied with in the past. And so, as the Society changes, the needs that uh, surface Mm -hmm. require different approaches. Um, I think that people have been looking for answers in non traditional um, pathways from the beginning of time. Um, I started my work as a Reiki master. due to a personal crisis in my life. And I think very often, if not more often than not, um, it is a crisis situation in our lives that brings us to some way in which we can more effectively deal with our life.
1: Rena, stand by. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right back. Exonation, Nation Reverend Rena C. Robas <laughs> is our special guest. She is the founder of Radiant Heart Ministries. Her website is www.oneradiantheart.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the exome continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Donation. My special guest this hour is Reverend Rena Rabasa. Her website is www.oneradiantheart.com. Before we uh, went to the commercial break, Rena, we were talking about your spiritual journey and uh, why did Reiki play such an important part for you?
0: Well, because it opened a door that traditional therapies and pathways were not offering me. I um, had been married for 30 years, and my marriage came to an abrupt and sudden end, and I tried um, healing uh, through traditional counseling, through uh, a traditional, um, more religious um, approach, and quite frankly, um, I was hitting the wall. And I had a friend who had suggested that I had some Reiki sessions with a practitioner in South Florida where I was living at the time. And um, I did and found uh, a profound change in uh, a relatively short period of time for um, the grieving process, mm-hmm. for my awareness of where I stood uh, in my life with myself, and um and a self-journey that began a, a deep discovery of um, greater aspects of myself I had been not uh, connected with for a long time. So I realized that I would like to do this for other people. And I trained in the traditional Sui Reiki initiations and became a Reiki master and started working with others who um, found me very quickly. And watching their growth and watching how their growth impacted my growth um, really had a tremendous impact on me.
1: For those people listening tonight who may not know what Reiki is, but they've certainly heard about it, can you tell us about Reiki?
0: <clears throat> sure. Reiki is a very ancient um, form of energy transference that is used to realign the um, body's innate harmony and when your body is in a harmonious state it's uh, inborn healing Mm -hmm. uh, potential is activated it is passed on from um, an initiated master to an initiate and that is how the lineage of Reiki has come to pass for a very long time it was rediscovered or let's say brought back to uh, our awareness by um, Dr. Usui And uh, so we had, in the West, our first contact with Reiki was through the Usui system.
1: Now, I understand that you're a channel, and you channel multidimensional energetics. What are they?
0: Well, when you do Reiki work, Mm -hmm. obviously you are tapping into energies above the third-dimensional plane of reality, which is where we exist. It's a plane of duality, and we reach higher so my first contact with channeling energy, subtler energies, was through my work in Reiki. Um, in years of working with that, I had the opportunity to um, feel different energies moving through me as I meditated and as I worked and actually uh, receive information from these energies Um Sometimes in words, sometimes in sensations, sometimes in, um, my Lord, smells, uh, a, a variety of, um, of contacts that you can't ignore and that eventually translates. If it's not coming in as specific, uh, words, it translates in a manner that you can understand. So, um... That was my first experience of channeling because I did not consider myself to be a channel. To me, a channel was somebody who sat in meditation, opened their mouth, and gave explicit information to whoever was able to hear it or or there to listen. But um, in 2003, I was moved to gather a group of people. Spirit kept pushing me and pushing me to get a group of women together, and... um, I did, and in that group, um, I had a friend who was a very powerful channel but had not been publicly or even privately channeling uh, for a long time, and um, messages began to come through her. Her name is Jan Gresham. She's in South Florida, and um, very shortly after that group was established, I moved from South Florida and uh, moved to Jacksonville and uh, was able to continue my contact with the group, we continued to work, and more and more information um, kept coming through.
1: I understand that you also have something to do with the Galactic Council of Lights, or the, the Councils yeah. of Light. What exactly is that?
0: Well, the Galactic Councils of Light are councils of beings of higher energetics that... Um, very often, are overlighters of uh, the evolution of humanity. So, in this time of ascension, we are very fortunate to have uh, many overlighters mm-hmm. working with uh, with humans who are open and willing to receive the energies and the encodements and the information required for the ascension of humanity. Uh, Out of that group that I was mentioning before came an invitation for the group members to be initiated into the Galactic Councils of the Order of Melchizedek, which was our first initiation. Um, After that, there has been a progression of initiations, which, in fact, are a refinement of the subtle energies with which we work and communicate with these higher uh, intelligence uh, of illumined truth that uh, guide the evolution of humanity.
1: Now, how did you begin the Council work?
0: Well, the Council work began by accepting consciously the invitation to be initiated into the uh, Galactic Council of the Order of Melchizedek, my ministry, Um, I am a priestess of the Order of Melchizedek, which is a non-denominational spiritual ministry. And um, I found it very interesting that we were being even uh, approached by this Mm -hmm. uh, information. Um, However, we were, uh, in fact, contacted by um, Melchizedek during one of our gatherings, and we were invited, if we were ready and committed, to continue to deepen our spiritual journey and our evolution to become an initiate of the councils of, of the Galactic Councils. So we accepted, and it began a journey, because that is what the the work of the council really is, the journey of your soul in, in its refinement to a purer and um, more vibrant state, how
1: has this work changed your life?
0: Oh, how has this work not changed my life is a better way to phrase it. It, um, it deepens your awareness on a spiritual level, um, truly, of the oneness of all creation. Mm-hmm. And once you tap into that unity consciousness not on a mental level but on an experiential level. Once you really begin to understand how we can really say we are all one because the seed of creation lives and is existent and vibrant in every being, um, your own personal philosophy of life changes. Um, War makes no sense, which it never should, but in a very broad sense, you're killing yourself when you kill another. And over what are we going to, to fight? Uh, lack, poverty. Um, these are all on a very basic level, mm-hmm. what I'm speaking of. And yet they are the things that most of humanity deals in. You know, our daily life, what do we see in the news? What are, well, you begin to rise above um, the judgments that create that that scenario, as a life platform, and we begin to erase from our consciousness the need to behave in a manner that separates us from anything or anyone. It has been a profound change for all of us involved, and uh, as it should be.
1: Tell me, are most of the members of the Council of Lights ladies, or is it is it mixed between oh, no, men no. and ladies? The
0: councils of lights are energetic beings that um, truly we assign a gender to them. But once you're speaking about life in this form, it's it's mostly genderless. It is an energy. It is a, an energetic. It may represent itself mm-hmm. as female in the form of Kuan Yin or the goddess Isis or uh, but those are only the external manifestations so that we can recognize them as what we recognize as being a life form. Uh, but it really is the, an essence. It is um, an energy that imbues a, a, a being. Sounds like... There is no, you know, we're, we're dealing with the angelics, mm-hmm. we're dealing with... Uh, Fifth dimensional life forms, Hathor civilizations beyond ours, we really have to expand our mind to accept that uh, form becomes secondary.
1: All right, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour.
0: And Thank you
1: uh, we'll be right back. Exonation, Nation, uh, Reverend Rina Rabasas, our special guest. We're talking to uh, Rina about. The Galactic Council of Lights were talking to Rena about the organization that she started, Radiant Heart Ministries. Her website is www.oneradiantheart.com. That's www.oneradiantheart.com. 1-800-610-7035 is worldwide toll-free. My email address is xone at com on MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio TV at Hotmail.com, and our website, TV.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Reverend Rena Rabass is our special guest. Her website is www.oneradiantheart.com. And, you know, you and I were... I, I asked you a question before, and I'd just like to clarify this question. When it comes to who can become a member of the Galactic uh, Council, or, you know, who can do work with the Council, is, is it mostly men or is it mostly women?
0: Okay. Let's clarify this, yes. Um men and women and sometimes young people Mm -hmm. are all able to do galactic council work. There are no gender requirements. Um, You are initiated into the work, which are uh, initiation involves a series of um, attunements done by the energies to um, encourage the work and facilitate the work for you, and you you don't have to be a Reiki practitioner or master. You do not have to have achieved any kind of spiritual um, path on your life. You simply really and most deeply have to answer a call from your heart and listen to what um, your desire to serve is. And if you are called to do the work that we will be presenting um, in October in Atlanta, then uh, you respond, and it will be right work for you. Uh, we don't have any requirements for people to meet. Um, that is, this is a soul journey, and uh, your soul knows. So we will be presenting the first initiation cycles. Um, in october of this year in atlanta october fifteenth and sixteenth and you can tap into the events page on my website and get the information about that i will also be doing a write-up about um, this event that will soon be posted on my website
1: i was wondering if you could tell me um... how many members does this organization already have
0: i have no way of knowing Um this work is not a, a, an organization as a concrete uh, institution. This is There are people all over uh, the, the world, I imagine, that have been contacted and called to do this work. We are right now, in our group, there remain three people um, who are being asked to step up and begin the initiation process for those who are um uh, called to be initiated and that is myself um, Linda Backus, whom you recently interviewed on yes. your show and uh Bonnie Sparling who is uh, a colleague of ours here in Atlanta as well. We um call ourselves the Radiant Heart Council although this is separate from my ministry in Reiki and and uh, service. Um because this is about living your life from a radiant heart space and um, If there are others who are doing this work, God bless them. They have been called to do so. And all of the energy of all the people doing this work raises the vibration on this planet and for humanity so we can move forward in our evolution here.
1: All right, so what kind of work would that entail?
0: Um, What has it entailed? It entails the personal work uh, in terms of um, your personal, uh, history, your, your soul's personal history. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, the first, uh, few initiations for our particular group, um, required, uh, whatever leftovers of, uh, personal baggage we had, which doesn't mean that we cannot accumulate further baggage, but the constant clearing of your personal, um, energy is required on a daily basis almost because we need to maintain our fields clear. Um, The further initiations um, of the Councils of Light is a journey of refining and... um, I'm sorry, of refining and um, moving forward your uh, vibratory signature. It's, um, It's a frequency that keeps being increased as you work with higher and higher vibrational um, energies.
1: So how, do, how does the initiation go? What is the, what is the pomp and circumstance behind the, uh, the initiation?
0: Well, there's very little pomp and circumstance as one would traditionally um, expect. Mm-hmm. What we do is we gather and for um, however long as it is required, we go into a deep state of meditation and uh, set the intention that we are open to receive the information that is most appropriate at that time for those people gathered and whatever attunement of their energy bodies and their subtle frequencies is required. Um, The appropriate counsel this is not controlled really by us and our ego in any way. The appropriate council energetics then moves steps forward, makes itself known in, a, in either um, a shift in the vibration of the room is usually very noticeable. Uh, for people who are clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, they will pick up on all these things. Some have visions of the energies that are in the room. And a communing of energies, an exchange of energies occurs, during which time you really are in an altered state. Um, uh, We come out of meditation having been part of an initiation ceremony that is very uh, palpable to those participating. And... uh, after some other work that we do so that people feel, you know, grounded again and, and back into their bodies fully and some guidance about how, how to maintain yourself connected with this energetic, um, people move on. They go about their daily life. Um, they begin to see how things are um, changing in their life because it is a process where things that need adjusting, um, personality issues that need refining, they will show up for you to become aware of them. Your awareness of this is the first step.
1: So when the student is ready, the master appears.
0: You know, it will always be so, Rob. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that you. That is the honest truth. And since as above, so below, mm-hmm. the work of the council is the synthesizing of that distance, of above and below, the bringing together into that state of wholeness through a series of journeys, through councils of different frequencies, mm-hmm. uh, this soul's unity. And that is basically the work. That's why it is not a one initiation process. You know, uh, all right, what is, it, what, is the,
1: what is the relationship then, if you can just help me clarify this, between <laughs> the Radiant Heart Ministries and the councils of light?
0: Well, Radiant Heart Ministries, as I said before, really, it is it is an... Radiant Heart Ministry was the first um, concept okay. that I received as taking the work that I was doing out forward in a bigger sense. As you know, because you have probably been involved in many projects in your life, the project shows up itself first as something and mutates as it grows. Mm-hmm. The mutation of Radiant Heart Ministries was um, the public stepping out of the Galactic Council work. So, Radiant Heart Ministries remains as my Reiki ministry and my spiritual service ministry for me. I, see. I thought it was going to be all encompassing. However, as we have sat down to do this work and see how it would have to manifest. It became something else, and you have to stay loose and allow for a very um, organic development of this type of work. So I remain in Radiant Heart Ministries as Reverend Rina, and I step up into the Galactic Council work, really, as Ramayin, which is my spiritual name.
1: Now. Is is there a uh, is there a big difference between the work that you do with Radiant Heart Council and the work that you do with the Galactic Councils of Light?
0: Well, Radiant Heart Council is the Galactic Council I say okay council light. I am putting a page on my website because the website for the Galactic Work is not ready to be up yet. So I have put I a understand. page on mine so that people have a place to connect. And I know that Linda has a space on her website, or will soon, where people Mm -hmm. can um, get the same information.
1: What would make your organization, uh, or I should say, what would make the Galactic Councils of Light an organization that someone who has a lot of spirituality to share, who wants to do something Mm -hmm. very positive, why would they want to join?
0: Well, they would want to join... Because it will deepen, it will, it, it will in no way interfere with the work they want to do, but it will deepen their spiritual awareness and expand uh, the base from which they will do the work that they are called to do. Um, the council work will never tell you what to go do because we know better what our passion is than anything else, and anyone else. Um, And that is the way we know that this is what we want to offer. I mean, for me, Reiki was Mm -hmm. all I ever wanted to do for a very long time. And um, I did it well, and I did it for a long time. I initiated about 350 people into three degrees of Reiki. So I understand having that need to and that desire, but already being there. However, because we need to always be clearing our own space and staying aware and watching that our ego is not the place from which we're working. This refining of your subtle energies becomes the next stage of your own development.
1: So this is... And I
0: think that would be a real attraction for people who are doing spiritual work with great understanding and deep knowing that we do the work in ourselves first.
1: So if, and if, me, if you do the I'm work, sorry. if you do the work in yourself first, why would they need to join an organization to get this work done?
0: Because the work is um, the work is so subtle that very often we cannot see the need for it ourselves. Let me put it that way first, and second of all is because the frequencies that we are encountering as we do council work mm-hmm. are higher and higher, and they expand our understanding through the teachings of the council. So the work that you start out doing as service grows. But wouldn't wouldn't you
1: agree that in today's society, with all these different spiritual movements that are popping up, that a person who is wanting to get involved in a spiritual movement certainly has a draw on their hands because there are so many different organizations. How do they know which one is right for
0: them? I'll tell you how it worked for me, and that is the only experience that I had. Um, when I heard the word Reiki, I had a visceral response. When I heard about the, the ministry of the priesthood, of the Order mm-hmm. of Melchizedek, I knew that was the one I had to do. There were many, there are many, because each one of them offers every individual what they're looking for. There, You know, there's flavors for every one of us. So you really need to listen to that the, the promptings of your heart, of your gut. If something calls to you, follow it. If it doesn't work, you can always step back. But follow that prompting, because how many times can we all say in our life, Mm -hmm. I didn't follow my gut feeling, and I blew it. Follow your gut feeling.
1: Follow your heart. There are
0: people for whom the word galactic will be a turnoff of Mm -hmm. major proportions. Sure. There are people from whom the word galactic will say, at last, I'm home. This is what I've been waiting for. Follow your heart.
1: All right, you and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. Stand by. Exo Nation, Rina Rabas is our special guest. Her website is www.oneradiantheart.com. That's www.oneradiantheart.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. As the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1-800-610-7035 is worldwide toll-free. Email XZone at X-Zone Radio TV.com On MSN Messenger, XZoneRadioTV at Hotmail.com At our website, www.XZoneRadioTV.com And now, to listen to the XZone 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days of the year, www.XZoneTV.com <laughs> Reverend Rena Rabasa's is our special guest, www.oneradiantheart.com. Here's a question for you, uh, Rena. Can someone belong to a, an established religion as well as the councils of light?
0: Yeah,
1: why not? I don't um, know, I'm asking.
0: I think uh, the galactic councils are not teaching any formalized religious belief. They are. They really function on the universal laws, mm-hmm. and um, they are not interested in creating another. This is the only way to go. Group, as far as I can see, um, I think that people believe what they believe in mm-hmm. because a they're very often just born into a family that believes that. B Um, because it truly resonates with their spirit and their soul, see, because it is um, the place where they have been for most of their life. Even within the framework of traditional religious um, work, you come into places where you feel like, okay, I could stretch some more. Mm -hmm. Follow your heart. You don't have to lose what you think you have or who you think you are. May it, ask, may it make you question? Yes, it may. Um, but in my experience, questioning has always only brought forth answers. So, I say, yeah, go for it.
1: Okay, now for the listeners around the world who are listening to us, uh, and maybe there's hearts you've touched tonight. How can they get more information on becoming members of the Galactic Councils of Light?
0: Well, they will become initiates into the Galactic Council work, and they can go on my website. Uh, in the events page, I have listed um, my phone number, Bonnie Sparling's phone number, and Linda Bacchus' phone number. And I am sure that you will get all the information that you need from any one of us. And I am also sure that you will get a different approach um, from each one of us because this is an individual experience. And while we work together. Uh, As a triad, we have each experience, the Council work, within the structure of our personal life. So talk to one, talk to three.
1: All right, now here's a quick question because we're running out of time very fast. Uh, If somebody lives in the United Kingdom and they want to become members of the Galactic Councils of Light, how would that work?
0: Well, it can work in several ways. Since we have not done, um, they can come here. We can go there. They would have to have enough people interested mm-hmm. in doing that um, to justify that. But they can certainly come. We will be having uh, an initiation in October of this year. Uh, and who knows, in time, like we do Reiki sessions uh, without the person being... Rena, I'm going to have history. to stop yeah. you
1: because we've just run out of time. Thank you very much for joining us. And, and thank uh, you for having It's my us great well. pleasure Reverend Rena Rabasa has been our guest this hour, Exxon Nation. Her website is www.oneradiantheart.com. More of the Exxon on the other side of the news at the top of the hour as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away.